Welcome back to All Things with Amber, where we talk about all things from marriage to motherhood and encouraging words for everything else in between. I'm your host, Amber, and I'm so glad you decided to join me today. We have started a brand new series called The Grateful Wife, and we are talking about all things wifehood and not just being a wife to our husbands, but being a wife to Jesus too. Today's episode is part two of Becoming the Bride. So get comfy, grab a tea, and let's talk about all things. We can spend forever talking about the roles of husbands and wives regarding biblical submission, but why isn't anyone talking about how to be a submissive wife when your husband says no? We've all heard the saying, happy wife, happy life, but let's be honest, we don't like it when we're told no. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't like to be told no when I ask for something. When I was an immature newlywed, and I'm about to expose myself. (laughs) When I was an immature newlywed, and my husband would tell me no, I would sit and I would sulk and pout because I didn't get my way. I mean, how immature is that? (laughs) I would give him the silent treatment. I mean, come on wives, how many times have we done this to our husbands? Come on now. I would give him the silent treatment and I would think, how dare he tell me no? How dare he? How dare he? I subconsciously believed that the success of our marriage depended on how happy I was in our marriage. And looking back, I cringe because happiness is not the only indication of a successful marriage, let alone a successful life. Recently, the Lord tested me in my submission to him and my submission to my husband. And when I say recently, I mean like November 5th of this year, like a couple, few weeks ago. My husband and I have been mentored by Dr. Kevin Zadai and his wife, Kathy Zadai, through his Warrior Notes ministry for the past three and a half months now. And I've had multiple open visions regarding them. So when I saw the week of October 23rd that they were going to be in town for a one night only event on November the 6th, my heart filled with so much faith. And I was like, this is go time. I immediately told my husband, and when we went to go reserve tickets, they were sold out. They were sold out, y'all. Of course, my flesh was hurt. But I knew that God, what God had showed me would come to pass, but in his timing, not mine. My husband had previously expressed that he wanted to go together to this event, and I knew that whenever they were, they were back in town, that's when we would go. So I didn't think any more about it until I got the nudging from the Holy Spirit to check my email on November 5th, the day before the event. And I had just finished writing the first chapter on The Grateful Wife, um, talking about biblical submission and submitting to your husband. And so I opened my email and I saw that there were only a few tickets left for this one night event. And I heard, reserve two tickets and send them to your mom. So I did. I immediately texted my husband. I was like, babe, you will not believe this. They still have a few more tickets. Can we go? Can we go? Can we go? And my husband responds with, you know I can't go. I wanted to go together. Now, listen, when you've been been together with your spouse for 11 years or longer, you know what they said versus what they are saying. You learn to read between the lines. And what I read in that moment was, no. And I I began to feel sad. I said, Lord, 
You know I haven't asked you for anything except for wisdom and revelation for the past three months. I'm at home all day, 24-7 with the kids. I don't complain. I don't ask to go anywhere. Lord, you know how much this opportunity means to me. And my husband knows how much this opportunity means to me. And I, I began to laugh while I was crying because... And I said, I know this is a test because I just finished writing about biblical submission. I said, Lord, help me pass the test. If my husband says, no, I can't go, then I will submit to him and I will honor what he says. And when I finished praying, the Lord brought my attention to the time and it was 11.55. Now I'm not going to go into into great detail about what all the numbers mean and and everything because the Holy Spirit's been... Well, I'm not going to go into it. Just all I know is Holy Spirit has been revealing to me what these numbers mean to me um, and and biblically what they mean. Uh, maybe in another one, we'll, we'll talk about that. But um, for now, we'll leave it at that. But God brought the time, 11.55. I know 11.11, or if you're saying 11, it means open heaven. And 55 means you're on the right path. And I kid you not. My husband sends me a text and he says that I can go, but only if my mom can go. And I'm in, I'm still in suspicion mode, like, wait a minute, th- this is still a test. I'm being tested, this is still a test. And I respond to my husband and I say, you said no, and I will honor that, and I will submit to you, and I will submit to what you have said. Meanwhile, my husband is having an entire encounter with the Holy Spirit and then some, and says that God told him to let me go, but only if my mom can go with me. Most wives would probably scoff at this testimony and say things like, oh, my husband can't tell me what to do. If I want to go somewhere, I just go. I don't need his permission, yada, yada, yada. I'll be honest. I did have tempting thoughts telling me to just go despite my husband saying no. But I knew in that moment that if I did, I would be in disobedience to God because I would not be honoring what my husband said. I would not be submitting to my husband. My husband could have stood firm in his decision he made in his flesh, but he yielded and submitted to the Holy Spirit. My husband sided with God. And ultimately, I was allowed to go to this event with my mom. We had a great time, by the way. (laughs) It was great. But here's the difference between me and other wives. I'm not doing what other wives are doing. I'm not raising my kids the way other moms are raising their kids. I don't care what other people think of me, nor do I allow their opinions to validate me. I know who I am. I know I am a child of God. I know who I belong to. I don't need the world to tell me who I am. I know the easy thing is doing what I want when I want, but I want what God has for me, even if it's the hard choice even when it doesn't feel good to be told no. I understand God's order, and I understand that obedience leads to blessing. I understand that God's will, and I understand that I trust, I trust that my husband is submitting to God. Picture it like this. Picture it like following the leader. I submit to my husband submitting to God, and I willingly do so because God's way is the best way. I can hear it now. But Amber, how do I submit to my husband if he isn't submitting to God? Well, my first question to you is this. Are you equally yoked? If so, 
then you pray. You pray the will of God over his life. You pray for the Holy Spirit to get his attention and to do a work in him. You, his wife, continue to submit to God. If you're not equally yoked, guess what? Pray. (laughs) You pray the will of God over his life. You pray that he radically encounters the Holy Spirit and the love of Jesus and get yoked. Behind every man of God is a wife who prays, and our prayers are powerful. Do not let the enemy make you think that your prayers do not go past the ceiling. Hear me, hear me well. Your prayers enter straight into the throne room of God. He hears you, and Jesus is interceding for you on your behalf. Do not, I repeat, do not stop praying for your husband. Father, right now I cast down every high and lofty thought that exalts itself above you in my mind and in the mind of those who are listening right now. I pray that you will have your way. I declare that you will have your way. Your will will be done, not our will, but yours, God. I pray that you will soften the hearts of all the wives and the women and the fiancés and let revelation begin to flow in. I pray that knowledge will increase and that you will show us how to submit to you and how to submit to our husbands and our fiancés. I pray that for those who are not married or equally yoked, that you will begin to prepare the soil of their hearts, breaking up every lie and dismantling strongholds. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, I bind up every spirit of rebellion in the mighty name of Jesus with the cord of three strands that is not easily broken. We choose to submit to you, Lord. Your word says in Romans 8, 14, that all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Holy Spirit, we are your children. We yield to you. Holy Spirit, lead us in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. I cannot wait for the Head of the House and the Heart of the Home series because my husband will be joining me as a co-host and he's going to be sharing his point of view and his perspective on a husband's role as Head of the House and what that means. And he's going to also share what the Lord has shown and taught him throughout the duration of our own marriage. I'm not sure if you're noticing this, but a lot of married couples are speaking out on marriage and I love it. We're not claiming to know everything there is to be married, but we're all sharing what God is teaching us and what God is showing us. We are all pieces to the bigger picture and God is raising up husbands and wives and he is raising up the family unit to live in obedience according to his word. I really hope you've enjoyed part two of Becoming the Bride. In the next episode, we're going to talk about being equally yoked and what it means if you're a house divided. And no, I'm not talking about football. As always, prophetic words and devotionals can be found over at my blog at ourgrowingintentions.wordpress.com. I love you, I bless you, and I will see you next week.